Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Sky U Podcast by the Daily Gopher. I'm Chris, go away you fur. With me this week is Andy, Gopher Guy 05. Hello. Well, uh, it's a big hockey weekend, man. Like, <laughs> if you want to watch the Gophers play hockey, you've got uh, two opportunities uh, and right next to each other. And all, all postseason, um, we got women's hockey hosting uh, the NCAA quarterfinals, facing off against the winner of either Duluth or Harvard. And men's hockey, uh, it's Penn State, right? Yeah, so men's, men's hockey hosts Penn State. Uh, I don't remember times other than men's hockey's 8 p.m. I don't remember what time the women are. I'm just going to turn it over to you, Andy, to kind of talk about the excitement that is this weekend and what you're expecting from both teams. Yeah, no, uh, Saturday is going to be a ridiculous hockey day in the uh, in the state of Minnesota. Not only do you have the, the women's hosting a uh, NCAA quarterfinal in the afternoon, you got the men hosting a Big Ten semifinal at night. Oh, by the way, there's a little thing in St. Paul called the uh, State Boys High School Hockey Tournament going on. I, I hear that I hear that draws a crowd occasionally. I mean, um, I mean understandably, I guess. Some, uh, my understanding is there's a lot of good hair. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be epic. And, uh, yeah, no, starting with the women, uh, the women did get the number two overall seed uh, in the NCAA tournament when the uh, when the brackets were announced Sunday night after dropping the uh, WCHA championship game to overtime, 3-2 to Ohio State. Uh, the Buckeyes got the number one national seed and, and, the, and the banner after that. Uh, but the Gophers still number two and yeah as you said uh, Thursday night now that the NCAA is is uh, expanded the field to 11 different teams instead of the eight previously um, there there are regional play-in games so Thursday night at Red Arena 6 p.m. Uh, you can watch live for free on BTN plus it'll be UMD taking on Harvard uh, those two teams played earlier this year out in Boston and UMD swept uh, the Crimson so uh, one would assume UMD as a is a fairly uh, decent advantage going into that game and the winner of that at two o'clock on saturday will play the gophers again uh streaming for free on btn plus um or you can go down to ritter and watch it in person get a good crowd down there um if it is umd uh the gophers have already faced them five times this year uh three and two record including a winning five one in the uh semifinals on saturday last saturday of the wcha frozen face-off so uh, a lot of a lot of familiar uh, foes there uh harvard the gophers haven't played in a couple of years but lots of ncaa tournament history uh the gophers have won three of their seven championships against harvard uh 04 05 and 2015 they they beat the crimson in the title game to win all three titles so there's definitely some some ncaa history between those two schools and uh regardless um you know, Minnesota definitely should be the favorite to win and advance to the uh, the Women's Frozen Four uh, the following weekend at Penn State. Um, 
but yeah, it should be some some good games. Um, you know, the rest of the teams, Ohio State, as we said, got the number one. Uh, they get to face the winner of Syracuse and Quinnipiac, so that in theory should be a pretty easy berth to the uh, Frozen Four for the Buckeyes. Uh, the the quad that's going to be the most interesting um, is going to be Wisconsin. Wisconsin, by losing to Ohio State in the in the semis, um, it's the first time since 2008 they've had to go on the round on the road uh, for a quarterfinal in the NCAA tournament, and they have to play uh, Clarkson, who uh, they've played some some fun NCAA tournament games in the past five years or so. Uh, and the winner of that has to play number three seed Northeastern in Boston on Saturday. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if, if the Badgers can uh, prove the West dominance and, and can escape and, and make it three WCHA potential teams in the Frozen Four with the Gophers and Buckeyes, uh, or whether their luck has just run out and it's uh, either Northeastern or Clarkson that, that comes out of that. Um, either way, if the Gophers do advance, uh, they will play the winner of that Northeastern Regional in the Frozen Four. So uh, definitely something to watch. All those games are available for free stream. Either we said BTN Plus or it looks like the uh, the Northeastern Regional is going to be on CBS Sportsnet uh, free stream. So uh, check out some, some women's hockey this weekend, and uh, we'll see who gets to uh, move on Saturday to the Frozen Four. For the men, at this point, Regardless of what happens Saturday, they should be in the NCAA tournament. Is that correct? Yeah, they're they're in. It's just a matter of uh, their seeding could seeding. still probably fluctuate. Right now, they are they are the last uh, number one seed. Um, if they win Saturday night against Penn State in the Big Ten semis, they may have that number one seed locked. No matter what happens uh, in the Big Ten title game. Um, but at this point, they probably are locked into either the four or five national seed. Um, so there'll be a one seed or a two seed in the NCAA tournament. They're they're definitely in. Now it's just a matter of trying to position yourself in the uh, best spot possible to get the best draw. Well, how do you feel about uh, Penn State? Um, I mean, obviously they've on the road at times been kryptonite. The Gophers got over that this year. Are you feeling pretty confident uh, if with a win and thus with a win uh, hosting the Big Ten Finals next weekend? Yeah, you know, Penn State upset Ohio State um, in three games last weekend, so they, they knocked the Buckeyes out, and the Buckeyes, uh, heading into February, were one of the hottest teams in the nation, and now they're clinging by their teeth to a, an NCAA tournament spot. Um, but yeah, Penn State's going to come in. The one thing, as we've talked about Penn State, or anybody who watches college hockey knows, is, is they are an offensive-minded team. They shoot the puck from any angle, any spot on the ice. That's their game plan. They're going to put pucks on Justin Close. They're going to try and find rebounds in front, and they're going to try and slam it home that way. Uh, the Gophers did a good job uh, second to last week of the regular season when they went into Pegula and, and got a pair of wins. Um, the Gophers should be favored in this. Penn State is not uh, not a strong team. Uh, the Gophers are a much better team. But it'll be interesting to see. As, as Bob Motzko has said in some of his press this week, um, he's not a fan of having only seven teams in the Big Ten and, and the number one seed getting the bye. Um, you know, he thought the Gophers came out a little flat uh, late last week in practice uh, with the bye. They, they said he did pick it up earlier this week, but that will be the biggest thing. It's going to be that first five minutes. If, if Penn State comes out roaring and the Gophers come out flat and suddenly they're down 2 nothing in the first 10 minutes of the game, uh, things are going to get really, really interesting. So Minnesota needs to make sure that they come out 
full bore, not sit back, and they cannot let uh, Penn State dictate the terms of the game. So if the Gophers can jump out to an early lead, uh, I think the Gophers should have uh, no problem in cruising to a pretty easy win. But uh, the longer Penn State either has a lead or keeps it close, uh, those Gopher sticks are going to get a little tight and... uh, you know, you just don't want that type of pressure, especially uh, when Minnesota has been feeding so strongly off their student section at home the last few weeks. Uh, it's the final weekend of spring break for U of M students. So instead of a full 1,500, 2,000 pack student section, there's probably only going to be a couple hundred students in the arena. So it's not nearly going to be as raucous a crowd as it has been the last couple of home games. Um but hopefully Minnesota can feed off of whatever there is and, and do what they need to do, get a win, and, and hopefully uh, host either Michigan or Notre Dame in the Big Ten title game a week from Saturday. Well, obviously with both teams being in the postseason, it means there have been uh, you know plenty of awards handed out. Uh, can you kind of give us a rundown of everything that's uh, all, all the shooty puck uh, accolades that have been uh, received this so far? Yeah, we'll start with the women as, as they've officially uh, announced the WCHA awards. Uh, Taylor Heisey, who uh, ended up leading the nation in scoring this year for the Gophers, uh, not only was she named a, a pa- Patty Kazmaier top 10 finalist, as, as fully was expected, uh, but she was named both the WCHA Offensive Player of the Year and the WCHA Player of the Year uh, last week. Much deserved. Uh, she had a great senior season uh, leading the nation in goals, leading the nation in points, uh, really, really playing well. Um Joining her with an award, freshman Peyton Hemp was named the WCHA Freshman of the Year. Uh, the Andover native really uh, came out strong for the Gophers this year, and she's been anchoring their number two line um, all year. Uh, so big awards for them. Uh, at Heise, the only Patty Kaz top ten finalist, Abigail Bereen, a bit of a snub. Uh, she ended up, I think, seventh or eighth in the nation in scoring. Uh, but it seems like the the Patty Kazmaier committee ended up going for some some more well-known names. Uh, all three of the most recent Patty Kaz winners were also nominated the top ten, even though maybe their their stats didn't quite uh, deserve it this year. Um, so there'll be some stiff competition, uh, probably no more so from Ohio State's Sophie Jakes, who ended up uh, scoring the last two goals to beat the Gophers in the uh, WCHA uh, Frozen Faceoff Championship game. Uh, she, as a defenseman, went crazy this year for the Buckeyes, uh, went from, I think, four points to over 50 this year, which is just incredible um, and, and definitely uh, has the support and, and potentially uh, took away any momentum Heisey might have had by uh, outplaying her a little bit in the, in the final face-off championship game. So uh, that'll be one thing to watch. On the men's side, um, the Big Ten does this weird thing where they don't actually announce the awards. They announce the three finalists and then make you weak, uh, wait a week. Uh, the actual individual awards will be announced uh, next week. But uh, in the five Big Ten award categories, the Gophers have a top three finalist in, in all three categories. Uh, ben Myers was one of three players named uh, finalist for Player of the Year. Uh, Brock Faber, one of three for Defensive Player of the Year. Matthew Nyes, one of three for Freshman of the Year. Justin Close, one of three for Goaltender of the Year. And Bob Motzkow, one of the three for Coach of the Year. Um, if I had to, you know, predict which ones I think are most likely that next week we'll hear that they win the actual award. I would assume uh, Matsko's got to be up there uh, leading the Gophers to the regular season title. He's probably got to have the best chance. Uh, Myers is probably close. Uh, you know, he had a great uh, 
couple of weeks since he came back from the Olympics, just absolutely playing crazy. Uh, he'll have to go up against uh, Michigan's Matty Beniers, uh, which will be uh, a tough one. Uh, and then Jakob Dobas, the Ohio State goaltender, who was great up till the last couple of years, is is probably the favorite, both freshman of the year and goalie of the year. So um, we'll find out next week if, if any of the, the men bring home the rest of these awards. Uh, I believe the Hobie Baker top 10 also will be announced here in the next week or so, and Ben Myers probably has a, a fairly good shot at, at finding himself into that top 10 as well. So um, we'll keep updated as as the season rolls on and we'll get some uh, all w or all big 10 teams uh, announced next week as well so uh, expect to hear lots of maroon and gold names on those lists i have one word for you stickers you need stickers from homefield apparel I have recently purchased uh, basically their entire supply, or at least their entire line of stickers. There's a fantastic Tulane Green Wave. They now have a Slippery Rock University, Rocky the Rock, in some sort of fur coat with a pennant. Go to homefieldapparel.com to check it out. You're going to love these stickers. And of course, there's all the comfortable fantastic apparel homefieldapparel.com is the place to go make sure to use code dailygopher at checkout for 15% off your first order that's homefieldapparel.com code dailygopher one maroon and gold name that i think we all expected to have uh, significant success um, this year was gable steveson he did not disappoint, dominating all year and earning himself another Big Ten title. Uh, at this point, I don't think it's fair to say anything is a foregone. Uh, but uh, really, at this point, what what stands in his way of earning another uh, NCAA championship? Uh, funny you said that. The actual the uh, the NCAA championship brackets were announced earlier today. Um, and it looks like Steveson's first match is going to be against Wisconsin's Trent Hilger, uh, who he absolutely destroyed. Um, and then it looks like it potentially could be Northwestern's heavyweight, um, who again, he also destroyed, uh, looking, looking at who got the number two seed, uh, Arizona state's Colton Schultz is the number two seed. So it's possible that it won't be a big 10 mess, uh, rematch. Uh, Greg Kirk Levitt is the, is the four seed. Um, so could see him in the, in the semifinals. Uh, probably the happiest person in the world right now is, is Iowa's Tony, uh, Cassiope. Cassiope was supposed to face Gable Stevenson in the big 10 championship bout. Um, but he, like several other Iowa wrestlers went for a bit of gamesmanship and he decided to, uh, medical forfeit, even though he, uh, sure did not appear to have an injury when he came out for the uh, medal ceremony, uh, later in the evening to, uh, pick up his silver medal. Um, so, anyways, uh, Gable, you know, sort of laughed it off. Ha, ha, ha. Didn't have to even wrestle in the championship bout to get the championship. But don't think in the back of his head he wasn't hoping that he uh, he might get to see uh, Cassiope at some point in the NCAA bracket just to sort of prove to him, uh, you, you you don't want to intentionally miss me. That that was a mistake. Uh, but 
but Cassiope got the number three seed, so uh, the earliest that we would see a uh, a Gable Cassiope would be the national title bout. So um, probably uh, not likely until the potential national championship. But um, yes, it, it should be a, a pretty easy run for Gable through the the bracket again. He has not even remotely been tested in Big Ten play. In fact, uh, in getting named the Big Ten Wrestler of the Year, uh, one interesting fact: he is the first NCAA wrestler in history to win every single match and score bonus points in every single match, uh, either a major, major decision, a technical fall, or a pinfall. He did that in every single match this season. So, uh, yeah, uh, the chances, the chances of, uh, the chances of somebody, uh, knocking him off in the NCAA tournament, uh, not, not great. Uh, Gable should have a pretty good path to, uh, to getting his second title, going out on top with a backflip and then, uh, Heading to WWE relatively shortly after. Cashing that Vince McMahon money. All right, well, basketball, uh, we're recording on Wednesday night, is happening right now. Just a quick check-in, because this is all we're going to give to basketball right now. Opening game of the Big Ten Tournament, they are up 28-24 at halftime over Penn State. We will see what happens there. Honestly, I mean... They're not making a run to make the NCAA tournament. And if they do, I'm happy to be wrong and, you know, we'll celebrate it, you know, when that does not happen. But uh, earlier tonight, Northwestern beat Nebraska. Nobody cares. Okay, we've covered basketball. Well, I mean, it, it, it was it was nice that, that Fred Hoiberg decided to celebrate Scott Frost Day with a, a, a one-possession <laughs> loss and blowing a, a late fourth-quarter lead. It was very Nebraska of him. I mean, it, to the it, Huskers. It, you gotta, you gotta celebrate. You gotta celebrate. It's a, it's a national holiday. All right, closing it out. Uh, gymnastics continues uh, to be strong as a team. Um, when I asked you about what's, what, what we want to talk about, you noted that while they lost to Utah, they uh, posted the second best score as a team in program history. Following up, was it last podcast we were talking about their best score as a team? Yeah, no, they've they've gone back to back. Uh, February twenty fifth against Iowa, they set the the new program record at at one twenty eight point oh two five. They went out to Utah's ranked number four in the nation uh, last weekend, and and while losing to the Utes, who are incredibly good, in, including having Minnesota's uh, Grace McCallum, a twenty twenty Olympian, on their roster. Um, they they lost uh, 198.575 to 197.850, but that 197.850 tied the second highest program score in Gopher history. So uh, Minnesota is really starting to peak at the right time. Um, and the thing is, they still could be better. Um, you know, last week it was Ona Loper uh, tying for uh, Grace McCallum, in fact, for the all-around title. Re- Lexi Ramler wasn't quite as, as perfect as she sometimes has been, and she was a little bit back. Uh, but but Loper turned it up and, and did good, and she was named one of the uh, tribe Big Ten Gymnasts of the Week this week. So, um you know the top two for the Gophers still bringing it. Um, you know, and they're not they're not running full speed. One of their uh, better vaults, uh, better vaultus, and actually it was at at uh, the uh, floor exercise as well. Sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on the name here. Uh, Maddie Quarles, uh, she's been injured. She's missed the last three or four weeks. So if the Gophers can get her back for either the Big Ten meet or the NCAA's, that's another higher score that they'd uh, love to have back in the lineup. Um, 
you know, and, and she'll be one of uh, seven seniors who they're going to celebrate uh, their final home meet, 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Uh, Ona Loper, Abby Nyland, Lexi Rambler, Tiara Salas, Ali Sonier, Maddie Quarles, and, and Hannah Wilmarth. Uh, you know, especially Loper, Rambler have been amazing, arguably two of the top three or four gymnasts the U of M has ever had at the program. Um, they're both definite national championship caliber gymnasts who we'll have to watch both in, in the big 10 championships here in a week. And then the nationals as we get into April. But, um, if again, not doing anything Saturday, uh, make it a double, go to the women's hockey game at two, go see the, the gymnasts, uh, end their regular season. They host uh, long Island temple and Utah state in a, in a non-conference match at, uh, at four o'clock at the PAV. Um, and then stick around for the men's game at eight. There's tickets available for all three. Just make it a, a go for game day. Have fun on campus. There's plenty of places to grab food in between. Um, but it would be really good to see a, a great crowd on, on senior day for these these ladies and really have a have a great crowd. Um, and hopefully it ends up being a great day with uh, with the trio of uh, big wins from the, both hockey teams and, and the gymnastics team. Well, we have all that coming up, and of course we'll have uh, recaps and thoughts uh, about all of it on the next edition of the Sky U podcast. In the meantime, go Gophers. Sky U Ma, row the boat. Thank you.